1: KWTX at 4 starts now. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday. I'm Justin Erdley here with meteorologist Camille Hawksworth. Just two more back to school weekdays here at KWTX at 4. If you want to look back at some of the interviews that we've done or some of the other content, we have an entire page dedicated to back to school content on our website, kwtx.com.
0: Yeah, Justin, all you got to do is go to kbtx.com, Click on the News tab at the top of the page and then hit that Back to School tab. It'll take you right there. And you can scan the QR code on your screen right now if you don't want to go through all those uh, steps. It'll take you directly to that page. Once you're there, you'll not only find our interviews we've done here on KWTX at four, uh, but you'll also see other back to school related content, stories, uh, news from all across our newscast and platform. So a really cool page and a really good resource there to have.
1: Yeah, and a lot of schools go into those four day school weeks this year. So some Crazy. of those stories are there. A lot of things are happening in the world of education as we head into this new season. So I want to keep you informed. Absolutely. Right, let's go ahead and get to our daily four.
0: Yes. Okay. Oh, snap. This is all about Instacart. And they're now accepting food stamps in all 50 states. What that means for customers is they can now buy groceries online with Snap Benefits. Instacart previously launched a pilot program in Alaska with Safeway stores. And so it's now expanded to more than 10,000 stores across the country, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture and Food, uh, Food and Nutrition Service. More than 42 million people are enrolled in SNAP, so this is affecting a lot of people across the United States and a lot of yeah. grocery stores too.
1: Yeah, and a lot of folks, if they want to, you know, order online, it's really a great way to budget too. Because if you're in the store, maybe a little hunger takes over, you grab some stuff that maybe you didn't necessarily have on your list. But yep. if you have that list planned out and you're ordering online, you kind of stick to your budget better too. So it's a great way to uh, be, you know, obviously provide convenience and. Uh, stay within those bounds too. They
0: still try to get you though. They do. Have you done that online where and you're like, are do you sure you, you want don't add want XYZ? Yes. And yeah, I'm like, that's exactly like, why I didn't go to the store. Right. That's While
1: you're in the in the line. What's that little area called? The convenience items there at the very tail end before you get to the conveyor belt at the I don't know, but sub. I call it like grabby hands. Grabby hands
0: section. Because the kids grabby hands yes, to grab you keep yeah. The, yeah keep yeah. your hands <laughs> feed in yeah inside the vehicle. Yeah. all times. All right, good to
1: know about that change. Let's head now to number two in our daily four. And uh speaking of watching your wallet, uh watching your favorite Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel content will soon cost you some more money. Disney is planning to significantly raise prices on its Disney, Disney Plus streaming service about 20% across the board. So starting October 12th, the monthly cost for the ad-free version of Disney Plus will go from 10.99 to 13.99. That announcement came yesterday as Disney also reported revenue struggles in its third quarter. Disney Plus has lost subscribers in the U.S. and Canada. It remains unprofitable, although it has has managed to add subscribers overseas. The same thing is true of Disney Parks as well. Attendance at Disney World in Florida is down, but growth at parks in other countries has helped grow revenue. Subscription rates for Hulu, which Disney owns the majority of, are also increasing by $3 per month. So some things to be aware of, and there's also talk of maybe cracking down on some of the password sharing, with Hulu too. We saw that with Netflix already and yep. Netflix actually they did okay because they saw a rise in subscriptions or okay. increase in subscriptions. Yeah, I didn't but follow
0: those numbers. So I was yeah, wondering, yeah, yeah they, once they cracked they, down on they that. They did
1: they did okay, but you begin to wonder if you're looking at this and it's a trend to all the streaming services cuz you know, usually if you have a group of people like one or two people will take one or two things. Right. And you share the rest, that's going to be kind of, uh, you're going to start to cut out some stuff, I think, that you don't need.
0: Absolutely. There are
1: great apps out there for tracking the things that you are paying for every month, and people are going to say, don't need that, don't need that, don't need that. I know. So, yeah. It's, so it's gotten to the
0: point where, you know, we have a couple of different mm-hmm. streaming services at our house, and it's like, ooh, are we actually we watching really? content on there? Yeah. Can we get rid of that? Yeah. So, that may have to, we may have to reevaluate that, that too yeah. with all the price increases. Yeah, if we
1: can't share, that's true. Now it's a number three in our daily four.
0: All right. This one's a fun one. It's about a vacation to space. Uh, take a look at this right here.
1: Five, three, two, one. Release, release, release. This is a huge Ooh. step
0: for space tourism. Mm-hmm. Uh, a company founded by British billionaire Red Richard Control. Branson, Virgin Atlantic launched its first space tourist to the edge of the There's cosmos today. Virgin Galactic's today, rocket-powered 22. space line VSS Unity ventured more than 50 miles nice above Earth's mass surface, mass the mass altitude mass the mass U.S. government considers the, the edge of outer mass. space. At the peak of its flight, it the vehicle spent a few minutes in weightlessness, weightlessness them as, them as it entered on. free fall and glided back and to the spaceport for a runway, runway landing where John. three customers so were on board with the trip. They were a health and wellness coach with her daughter and a former Olympian canoeist, believe okay. it or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Canoe down the, I don't know, the galaxy now is next. We're going to try, that's pretty I mean, I don't know. We're seeing so many more opportunities like this for folks to go. Um, I just have to say still, I'm not quite there. I know know that I have the money to pay for it. I'm sure it was expensive, uh, but it's interesting. A former
0: Olympian and a successful health coach. Right.
1: They they can probably handle it. But, you know, it is, you know, everyone says once they've been there, it shows you how fragile Earth is and how small it is. And how really, you know, we're just kind of on this little spaceship Earth together, so I think that's something that comes out of it. But I won't be seeing that perspective anytime soon. Just the pictures. Take pictures, send them to me, right?
0: Exactly. Well, you know, it still just, just shows us like we're all little kids at heart, really. Yeah, it's I mean, true. All, everybody wants to go to space still. We're still exploring space. It's still this yeah. big, vast, you know, unknown. literally mm-hmm. unknown. Truly. And so we still want to know all about it. Yeah. All of us, like, want to play astronaut.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's go into number four in our daily four back here on Earth. Uh, let's give them pumpkin to talk about. So, <laughs> yes, it is 100-plus degrees in Texas, but pumpkin spice season is starting earlier and earlier every year, and 7-Eleven was the first to release its full line of pumpkin spice beverages, that was this Monday, more than a month and a half before the official start of fall, and it's earlier than last year. A Starbucks pumpkin spice released That's latte 30 days before fall, uh, the first day of fall last year. Uh, the very next day, on Tuesday of this week, Krispy Kreme announced it's doing this new line of pumpkin spice donuts, and yesterday they began offering the new pumpkin spice spice cheesecake swirl donut and the pumpkin spice maple pecan donut. They all sound really tasty, uh, but the latest online pumpkin buzz is surrounding Wendy's, oh, no. and this one I like. So, if you're thinking okay, to yourself, you like it's too one. hot for pumpkin spice, okay. here's a, a cooler treat. So, okay. rumors have been swirling online that Wendy's will release. A pumpkin spice frosty.
0: Ooh, this I yeah. can get behind that. I can get
1: behind that, especially <laughs> while it's 100 degrees outside. Give, <laughs> yeah. me that, give me that frosty. And some customers, they were hoping for caramel apple frosty, I guess that, which does sound really good. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's hasn't confirmed anything either way. Maybe we'll get both this year. You never can tell, but they always have seasonal things. But I can get behind a pumpkin spice frosty. Anything cold right now. Please. Absolutely. So
0: these, the, all these releases come before the official start of fall, Starbucks right, one. I feel like ramping Starbucks up is kind of. It. It was the first to do mm-hmm, that, so mm-hmm. everybody's like, we gotta get on gotta before get on it the, first. The, the actual PSL, is that what that's called, pumpkin spice latte, right, PSL comes right, right, out. Right. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're trying to make their way to with their own lines. Yeah,
1: Christmas decorations came earlier and earlier and I earlier, <laughs> and now we have pumpkin spice coming earlier and, <laughs> earlier, and earlier and earlier. We'll fall we will eventually get here, and eventually, Lord help us, it will cool down, eventually.
0: Fingers so, crossed. Yes, 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 <laughs> all right, well,
1: coming up, as we continue back to school week, we turn our attention to children's emotional needs. We'll speak with a child life specialist when we come back. Back to school week continues here on KWTX at four. Yesterday we spoke about physical well-being as kids return to sports activities, things outside, things using the body, physical things. Today we focus on mental health and wellness. Here to help us understand and support children's emotional needs, we have Taylor Grace Freiberg, a palliative care child life specialist with Baylor Scott and White Health. So thanks for being here. We appreciate that. Um, we know that when it comes to going back to school, you know as parents know, common stressors face a lot of kids. What are some of those shared stressors that most kids face?
2: Sure. One of the biggest stressors that kids face when going back to school is the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. We know that the school year brings a lot of newness into our lives. Um, new teachers, new friends, new classrooms, all of those things can produce a little bit of stress for our kids, so it's yeah. important to talk about those mm-hmm. and help those help that transition and just make sure that we know that a transition doesn't have to be negative, it can be yeah. positive too.
1: Be exciting, yes, exactly. It can be exciting. Yes, exactly. can be exciting sometimes. So what are some signs that a child might be having issues with anxiety when it comes to school, whether that's academically or socially fueled?
2: Sure, so we see how kids are coping through their behaviors and their behaviors tell us a lot and we encourage parents to look out for those behaviors within the first couple of weeks in the first month of school. Sometimes we see typical changes in behavior when kids are going through a transition period. That can be maybe that they're having trouble focusing in school, maybe their body is in their chair but their mind is somewhere else. Um, Sometimes sleep patterns will change and it's hard for them to fall asleep because they're thinking about their day and they're processing what took place. Um, Sometimes their eating habits will change too. So we encourage having breakfast in the morning, sitting down at the dinner table and making time for that.
1: And I guess again the advice would be if you see those things you want to talk to them and see what's going on.
2: Exactly. Talk to them and also know that oftentimes these come with change and they resolve themselves as well.
1: Yeah, I know for a lot of parents, they see the great social benefits of extracurricular activities and they want their kids to do that along with, you know, succeeding in the classroom. How does a parent kind of strike that balance of not you know, exhausting their child with all these things, but keeping them entertained and informed and growing?
2: I think it starts with talking to your children. Talk to them about what it is that they want to do, and know that not everything has to happen within the first week of school, the first month of school. Sit down and create a list and talk about what it is that you want to do this school year. And hey, if that list is long, it is okay to pull the parent card and say, we're gonna choose two out of the five things that we want to do. I heard a pretty cool story the other day. Um, A colleague of mine had shared that his five-year-old son just started kindergarten and also started soccer, mm-hmm. and this five-year-old is doing a lot of extracurriculars on top of that. Okay. He said to his dad, he said, Dad, do you know how to set an alarm? And this little boy asked his dad that, and dad looked back and said, why is my five-year-old asking me that question? Yeah. And um, he said, I do, buddy, but why do you need to know? Mm-hmm. And he said, Dad, I want to set an alarm so that I have time in the morning to play before school starts and before soccer. Oh,
1: interesting.
2: So that shows you just how important it is for kids to get yeah. that time to be kids, yeah. even in the midst of the routine of school.
1: For those that are kind of on the flip side of things, uh, maybe they're resistant to trying new things. You know, um, what should the expectation be for parents when it comes to, you know, kind of nudging your child toward trying something new without making them uncomfortable?
2: Sure, I think it's continuing to have the conversation about how it's going. Mm-hmm. Check in with your child and ask, you know, how is this feeling for you? Is it too much or is it is it an okay balance yeah. at this point?
1: Yeah, very good. Okay, so. Um, when it comes to back to school jitters and a sign that maybe a child needs a little professional assistance, what are the signs that parents should look for there? Is it kind of similar to the anxiety or are we gonna see some different things? Because every kid's gonna be a little bit nervous going back. What defines, separates that from something more serious?
2: So we talked about how those typical changes in behavior will often resolve themselves with a little bit of time. Um, when it's time for professional help, we see that kids are engaging in maybe more uncommon behaviors or things that make your parent gut go, hey, that feels out of character for my child. And when that comes into play, we wanna make sure that we're, we're finding licensed professional counseling or therapy for them as a higher level of support, and they'll be able to find coping strategies to decrease some of those behaviors.
1: Is there anything that you know older siblings can do to help the younger siblings when it comes to kind of getting through some of these struggles they've kind of been through it how can they be a part of the process if they'd like to
2: I think talking to your younger siblings about what you've experienced in going back to school and calling out some of those worries and those fears and talking about how oftentimes those go away once you get over the fear of the unknown and you actually go and experience it.
1: And, what, and obviously for teens, it's a whole different ball game, you mm-hmm. know, a whole different ball game. What are some of the things that we need to consider as parents um, when it comes to what they're needing right now, what they're going through? It's a broad base, but where do we start?
2: I think we start with engaging them in open-ended questions. Mm -hmm. I think we've all been in the car with a teenager or even a child before and asked them, how'd your day go? And they say, good. And that's all we get. Um, So I think it's important to talk through open-ended questions. And what that could look like is instead of how was your day or did you make any friends today, that question can kind of produce some anxiety and Mm -hmm. maybe some shame. Um, Instead, it could be what are the three things that went really well for you today? Or what are three things in the future of this school year that you're looking forward to? too.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like the way that can go. There's a lot of room there for, you know, getting that uh, child to talk without Specifically pigeonholing one subject, so right that's a good thing and to do.
2: opening up a, a space mm-hmm. for a discussion too. Yeah.
1: Any final words of advice for parents? Uh, you know, for parents, it can be hard to see your child go to school. What about the parents? You know, I, I saw yes. a meme today that said parents, the <laughs> child goes to kindergarten and they're sobbing, and first grade it's like, have a great day, you know. But but how <laughs> do the parents deal with that? It's hard to be separated from your kids for the first yeah,
2: time. Yeah, I, I I hear you, and I think one of the things I would encourage parents to do is to not push any of your worries or your fears mm-hmm. on your child children, um, especially if they don't have those fears or those worries going into school. We don't want to create any of those things. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I think is important is to not diminish your child's worries. So the opposite of that, if your kid is coming to you and saying, I'm worried about the amount of classes that I'm taking or I'm worried about um, school starting, I think it's easy for us as adults to say don't worry it's going to be okay there's no need to worry but we want them to have that space to yeah. be able to share their concerns and hear them out
1: well we appreciate all your advice today as usual thank you so much thank you, again providing some mental health support tools for kids and their well-being again if you'd like to rewatch this interview or any of our other back to school ta- content go to kwtx.com we have a full page of helpful back to school information